All right, hello everyone, and welcome to episode five of BNT Talk Politics. As always, I'm Trey. I'm Braylon, and we have a special guest joining us today. Today we have with us. I'm Peyton Custis, North Warren High School. And we have a relatively we have a relatively short list of topics, but some that we expect to balloon into large lengths. Today we'll be covering the mess that is going on inside the house with the with the with the ousting of former Speaker Kevin McCarthy and the race to replace him inside the Republican Party. We'll also be talking about uh, briefly about the presidential race, a couple of uh, a key endorsement for Nikki Haley and a change in some partisan alignments. And then we'll be wrapping up with the Israel conflict. So lots to talk about there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Peyton, are you excited? Oh, I can't wait. All right. All right, we'll get started with an absolutely unprecedented uh, event uh, when Kevin McCarthy was ousted as Speaker of the House. I, a lot of you saw on Instagram, I covered that the day it happened very briefly. But since then, we've had a lot of developments. We've got two names put forward uh, to replace him. We'll get to that. But uh, Braylon Payton, what are your thoughts on just the entire mess? Well, just to start, Trey, about three weeks ago, you said that there was no way that Kevin McCarthy would be ousted as Speaker. Three weeks later, he's out of here. Okay, well, in my defense, it had never happened before. and it had. I mean, if we're looking at how he even got the gavel, he had to pry it out of everyone else's hands. They did not want to give it to him. Did we think he was going to stay there forever, that they were going to praise him? I kind of, I kind of thought that. Yeah, I thought he was doing a pretty bang up job, but I'm sure both of both of the people joining me today would disagree with that. Um, well, let's start with the budget bill. Do you agree with his stance on the budget bill and how he how he went about that? Yeah. So, in case you missed the 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 video that I put up on Instagram about this, McCarthy was largely ousted because he get put forward a passed a stopgap bill with the help of Democrats to stop a government shutdown, while many inside the Republican Party thought a shutdown was necessary. So, yes, I do agree with the stopgap bill. Now, I, I hear what a lot of the what, what a lot of the hardline conservatives were saying that McCarthy that a, you need to be willing to have a shutdown. But I felt like the Republicans got a fair deal. Uh, in the stopgap bill, the, there was no new funding to Ukraine, which is really what everyone was mad about. And so the Republicans got exactly what they wanted. So I'm not really sure where Matt Gates and the other seven, seven uh, Freedom Caucus members that voted to oust McCarthy are coming from because, because they, they got a, what they wanted. They didn't get the shutdown. Yeah. So, at, you know, that's. They wanted the shutdown. I mean, they feel betrayed, and I think I would too if a member who was supposed to represent my party went against everything we were fighting for. You can't, you can't blame them for feeling a little betrayed. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I still don't think it's enough to. I mean, I get, I get the feeling of betrayal, but they like, they like back, they like stabbed the leader of their party, and the, they basically killed his political career because Kevin McCarthy is now nothing but a figment of the past. Uh, it's a lot like the video that you that Braylon sent me on uh, on TikTok. It was the the th what, ten years ago the yep. three young rising stars of the Republican Party, uh, Eric Cantor, Kevin McCarthy, and Paul Ryan, all of which are largely out of the national political picture now. It's really been a rather meteor meal meteoric fall for some of the people that were looked at as the brightest in the party ten years ago. So, in my opinion, this entire trans. It, transpiring of events was quite a sad occurrence. 
Well, how do you feel about the fact that he's been backed into a corner for weeks? I mean, he had to pass legislation saying that it only took one member to even. He, he essentially shot himself in the foot. Yeah, um, I feel like I, I, I get what you both what you're saying. I, I feel like he absolutely was kind of cursed from the start. Now, I, I didn't think it would get this far, but it obviously did. Um, I just hope that whoever his successor is will be slightly more liked by the Freedom Caucus. I just never understood why they didn't like him in the first place. Because, I, I mean, did they ever put forth a good reason in January? The Freedom Caucus? Yeah. They don't need a reason. Yeah. I, I think I think the Freedom... He's unlikable. Yeah, they yeah. just don't like him. Uh, I feel like that's, I don't know, I feel like they're, I was a big Kevin McCarthy fan and continue to be, but I, <laughs> but I, and I feel like this entire process was very unfair to a person that was really, that has been a lifetime public servant. But now, who is the favorite to replace him? It's Steve Scalise and Jim Jordan. Who is more likable? Because we talked about the unlikability of Kevin McCarthy. Who are the, who of those two is more likable? Personally, I'm leaning towards Jordan. He did. I know he didn't want the job, but it's an age-old story. If you don't want it, you don't want it until you want it. Right. Yeah. And so I think he stands a good chance, even at the interim. He's doing a fine job. Yeah. But there's just no way. There's no way that this car stands it. Yeah. Um, I I get it. I, I I agree with Peyton here. Uh, not just because Jordan has been brought forward by some of the more hardline conservative members of the party, and that Scalise has some. Um, ongoing very serious health problems we we obviously wish him uh long time health and prosperity but with that he's probably not the favorite to lead the party through what do you think Brian? we have those two and i would, I would be willing to guess that those are not the only two people that are voted on by republicans oh definitely not first vote someone else that comes to mind he's not going to win the vote by any means but he could maybe this person could maybe stall the vote wrench it out more, get a couple more votes, Donald Trump. Who all votes for him well, when, okay. the, when the speaker vote comes back? I want to cover that because last week it looked very likely that on, uh, what was it, last Thursday? Was it, I believe it was last Thursday. Donald Trump seemed to be considering a speakership run. And we cannot even fathom just how crazy and See, what, what a, what a disaster that would have sent our entire American political system into. Because the hardline, because the Republicans would never have gained him, would never have got the whole party behind him for speaker. But I think he'll run with anything with his name on it. Like well, that, if yeah, he could have true. a reality TV show following him through this process, sure he'd take it. Why yeah, yeah, um, that that's true. But you know, and then but then you saw him turn right around. Clearly, somebody talked him out of it because the very next day he endorsed Jim Jordan. So I, I, I'd like to offer a little bit of praise to the Trump political to the Trump political advisor. Thank you for, or not thank you. I praise. wish I, th thank you from Donald Trump for keeping you from shooting himself in the foot because that's exactly what a speakership, a failed speakership run would have done. There's always the Akeem Jeffries option, Trey. He's that's, always on the that's other not side, gonna waiting, <laughs> waiting there to get five more votes to get it. <laughs> now. My, my that's never going to happen take has clearly been wrong before, but I'm going to put forward a, that a Republican majority is never going to elect a Democratic Democratic speaker. So, but it's going to be interesting. There was supposed to be a, de, 
uh, a speakership debate yesterday that obviously behind didn't happen. closed doors, right or no? Uh, it was supposed to be on Fox News with Brett Baer, but that didn't happen, right? <laughs> Thank, uh, probably thankfully for the Republican sadly. Party. Uh, sad, sadly for the Democratic Party, but I, the speakership vote is is Wednesday or Thursday. Not, it's today. not sure. I think the oh, is it today? Yeah, it was supposed to be Tuesday. Okay, okay, yeah. So, it's, so the Republican caucus comes together today to try to put their best best foot forward. Now, will the two hundred and twenty something Republicans agree? Zero. Chance. Probably not. <laughs> under but, over ten. How many rounds do you think this one's going to? I was going to bring up something like <laughs> really. I, I'm I really think, hoping under. I'm really you're really hoping, hoping under. under. I don't see how we go under ten to be honest. It I mean, only took McCarthy fifteen. Do you think that the pressure pressure from the border, Israel or Ukraine, it's going to speed this up at long? Israel is definitely going to speed this up. Um, but I, I feel like I, I feel like the bo- Israel and even the Senate is getting really angry with the House for not having leadership. Mm, but I don't know about that. They are like the Senate. I don't know about that. The this Senate is a great Republicans play for Democrats mad. currently. Okay, well, Senate Republicans are rather mad well, at the situation of the House, which we need to get. Uh, we'll talk about Israel a little later in the episode, but hopefully everything gets sorted by this. Hopefully, we have a speaker by the end of the half, end of the week. Can we all agree that that's the hope? Well, let's, I, I, not, let's not settle here. Let's not, <laughs> let's not be too hasty to get someone that we may not want in there. <laughs> right. I, I'm currently. It's a big for my position. It looks it looks great currently for the Democrats. Optimally with what is happening, and I just want to praise the House of Dems for not playing a scared role, and they were fine with ousting McCarthy and getting a speakerless House for this, this yeah, right yeah. position for yes. Dems. Yeah, can I, can I just take this opportunity to to throw a, to play a little bit of the blame game. If Democrats would not have hit the self-destruct button on a speaker that was willing to reach across the aisle, this would not have this ever is a happened. Republicans issue though. They you have mean the that majority. If Democrats didn't fall on your sword. Yeah. We asked y'all to solve your own problem and you got mad that you couldn't do it. Yeah, and then Democrats got rid of a workable partner. McCarthy and Biden worked together on the debt ceiling. They continued to work together on the budget, and then Democrats decided to throw Excuse it all away. Me, last time together. I checked, it wasn't just the Democrat vote that voted your speaker out. It took a few Republicans, <laughs> well, it was, though, didn't it? It was eight Republicans. And the, the, those eight are the ones that brought this to Well, fruition. absolutely. It was okay. definitely on their fault, but okay. the Democrats for sure could have stopped it and chose not to. It's not to. their job Would you to have stop done it. that if a Democrat was about to be out? Well, no, of course not. I, def- I definitely yeah, exactly. would have ousted okay. them. All right. End of the point there. Well, well, it will definitely be a developing story, and we'll continue to update you guys as the speaker speakership saga drags on. All right, moving on. Uh, first off, some slightly breaking news. Yesterday, Will Hurd, uh, former president, Former Texas Congressman and presidential candidate Will Hurt announced that he was suspending his campaign and that he, quote, believes Ambassador Nikki Haley is the best person in the race to do the job. So he is throwing her his full support behind the ever surging North uh, former North Car- uh, South Carolina governor. Excuse me. He also said. um he also said that Haley had a much better grasp on foreign policy than Donald Trump and that Americans deserve better than a rematch from hell between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, end quote. So 
Will Hurd obviously has been one of the staunchest critics from the right of Donald Trump, and he is now out of the race. How much does this help Nikki Haley, if at all? When, when you say surging Nikki Haley, let's get that straight. She's going from five points to eight points in the polls, 50 points behind first place runner Donald Trump still. So we're surging. Go Nikki. She's definitely surging more than any other candidate okay. in the race. Um, so that, and she is coming well up. Um, and then secondly, the big news from yesterday, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, is announcing that he is dropping out of the Democrat primary and instead seeking election as president under an independent bid. Oh, boy. Um, I'm very, I'm, I don't know. I don't even know how to feel about that. You guys have any thoughts on that? Oh, I'm a huge fan. I think that the more ways we can split the Republican vote, the better. Fully agree. It's a great thing that happened yesterday. No Democrat in their right mind was ever going to vote for RFK Jr. The only people that have any respect for him is fellow Republican voters. And now he's going for the independent bid, and that appeals more to the Republicans than ever. I read a political article, and I 100% agree with it. It was saying that RFK is winning the race that he's running. RFK does not believe that he's ever going to be elected president. He's running for his legacy, and his legacy is the Kennedy of this of this time. Obviously, if you go back to the 60s, John F. Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy Sr., they were huge things, then Teddy Kennedy, and on and on and on. He is running to be the biggest name Kennedy currently living and in that race he's absolutely winning and what a tremendous waste of everyone's time that is oh absolutely uh, absolutely ruining the the family name in my opinion well because who doesn't want the 60s back right yeah um well he's definitely he's definitely uh changing the changing the kennedy name uh especially towards the younger generation but his super PAC has already raised $11 million and is counting on Elon Musk's support. So how big of a campaign does this become? Look, I mean, you can broadcast your face around whatever channels you want, but if you're a crappy candidate, that doesn't change that. I, I mean, you, if you've got a lot of money, you've seen some really bad candidates do well. Donald Trump. <coughs> sorry, sorry. I mean, Kelly Craft, uh, this last governor primary election try had the but most she money. spent a lot of money and did very bad, bad, very bad in the state of Kentucky. But yeah, but with a lot of money, I don't know where RFK's campaign goes from here. It will definitely be something to watch as we continue down the road. With eleven million dollars, I don't think we cannot watch it. That, 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 that's true. You're going to see a true. lot more Fox News <laughs> interviews from RFK and things yeah. to come. Uh, but if if Kennedy is he is losing the presidential race, but he's absolutely winning the race for his legacy. He is now a national political player. I mean, uh, ra rather you like him, dislike him, or hate him he is still a presence in american politics because he, he people listen to him now i would agree he is a player and in the game of chess he's a pawn that we're just letting go of yeah so uh, yeah do you think he even gets to five points as an independent run if he if he makes it to the race but in like the popular vote yes five points i doubt it i mean that that is a big pull. yes but that is what cornell west has been shooting for as well as delusional as that campaign Five points. Yes. Cornell West would be lucky to get half a point. I also agree. But hear me out. Are you total? Are you totally against an independent candidate? No, absolutely not. I, I'm just against bad independent candidates. <laughs> I can agree with you there. Is RFK uh, bad to you? Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, 
you know, there is a lot going on in our country right now. And so we need strong leadership and people that are going to reassure Americans and, and keep us on the right track. But when you put a conspiracy theorist at the helm, you, you know, you really can't be surprised when it's a crash and burn. So absolutely, he's a terrible candidate. But you are backing Donald Trump. You're no, absolutely not. I'm not backing Well, he's Donald going Trump. to win the bid and then you will back him. No. Absolutely. No, so you're backing I, no Republican candidates at the moment. No, I'm backing all Republican candidates except Vivek Ramaswamy and Donald Trump. But Trump, let's let's be honest, he's going to win the bid. Do you support him when he wins the bid? Yes. I no. What? I, I support Donald Trump over Joe Biden, but I do not. Yes, you're on the ballot box. It's election day. That's. But that's the problem, and that's why we're seeing a surge in independence, is because Americans don't want to rematch. Less than 50% of Americans want to rematch. Uh, of, then of, give us a better candidate. Well, no labels is trying. No labels. And the Republic- that's not a real party. <laughs> you have to do it within the Democrat and Republican parties. Those are the only parties that mean anything in the United States. Well... The Republican Party, continue, the Republican primary, excuse me, continues. Uh, I, we're 97 days from the Iowa caucuses right now. And that is uh, so we will see how those goes at the rate that it's going. Trump may not be allowed on, on the ballot in a lot of states. West Virginia has a Supreme Court case coming up with that. Really? Okay. If his name will be allowed on the ballot. Well, if it's not allowed, who's the favorite to win the West Virginia Republican primary? At this point, I'd say it's a toss-up. I mean, it could go to DeSantis. It could go to Ramaswamy. It could even go to Nikki Haley. Or or you could maybe see Chris Christie or Mike Pence no. get in there. No. It, it, it'd be a long shot. These are Trump shot. voters that would have to find a new person yeah. to go for. So it would, is it Nikki Haley or is it Ramaswamy? Because I don't think, yeah, it I don't be think DeSantis. it's DeSantis. Hey, it's not going to be DeSantis. Yeah, so it, that's going to be interesting to watch. We'll definitely keep you guys posted on how that court case goes. Um, but can we address Trump's recent speeches? I'm sorry, it took him 14 points, an hour and a half, to even mention foreign affairs. What is he doing? He talks about football teams. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, the Trump campaign, I guess. I mean, I, I would hate to be a speechwriter for him because, you know, you have the uh, you have the speech right here. You have the teleprompter and then he just goes off the rails. So, you know, I would hate to or I don't know, maybe maybe the speechwriter writes all those random stuff in there. Maybe it's I don't know. I wonder if he even has a speechwriter at this point. I wonder if anything's written down or if it's all off the cuff. <laughs> because it seems very improv. Like, I want to give him a microphone and a brick backdrop sometimes. <laughs> it, it, if he, I don't know. It, it's, which, I mean, how much can he even speak anymore? I mean, he's already been gagged once. It, it, the gag order was issued against him in New York. And he does so well with instruction, now doesn't he? He does, yeah. But, I'm sure he's going to follow that with ease as mm-hmm. the with the weeks to come. Yeah, you just got to watch out on True Social. It's a you got you got to really watch uh, watch that. You know, you know uh, the the you know now the fourth big player in in American social media. It's Facebook, it's X, it's, it's Instagram, and then it's True Social. Don't ever refer no, not to not really X. Not really. Um, but uh, yeah, True Social's a, a real joke. It, it's also as big of a joke as Gitter. 
which I'm not sure. Have you guys even heard of Getter? I have. Okay. Um, but it's it's a joke. Yeah, it's another another far right social media wannabe. But anyway, yeah, yeah. this uh, it's definitely been going to be an interesting race to continue to follow. The Republic, like I said, 97 days from Iowa. We will keep you guys posted on RFK, on Cornell West, on the Republican primary, and and just see how it goes. Cornell West, yeah. Yeah. All right, last but at certainly not least, oh, yes. uh, the we're, for starters, I think we can all join together in, in, our, um, in our sympathy for the loss of life. Uh, in Israel with the Hamas terror attacks. Uh, the, our prayers are with the people of Israel and of, of Palestine and, and just just look for a peaceful peaceful end over there. But, I'm sure that's going to happen. Any day now. Yeah. Um, but the uh, Joe Biden did announce that a carrier group is on its way to Israel. Uh, the United States will continue to support Israel. That's a pretty bipartisan thing right now. Mm. That that is changing, but as of right now, that is somewhat of a bipartisan. I don't know about that. Uh, the majority of Democrats. Still it was fifty fifty in twenty twenty three from the latest Gallup poll. It's a pretty well, split. Well, the topic. majority of Democrats in Congress still, okay. so, still support Israel. They do. So largely, the U.S. will back Israel. Israel is a NATO member. Um, but Israel is equating this to their 9-11. So we could see Article 5 of the NATO Charter be invoked, and that that's that means that an attack on one NATO member is an attack on all. So how big of a, I guess my first question to you guys is, how big of a of a crisis or a war does this blow into? Are we okay if I start? Yeah, please. Let me just say what I said last night. Mm-hmm. The Hamas group exists because of Israel's own actions towards Palestine for the past 60 years. They constantly are putting Palestinians in terror, and this just goes into places like Gaza, where Hamas has come to fruition and has, has control of the government. Now, may also say in Gaza, which is what Israel is currently bombing over and over, which Hamas militants are currently not even in, they have cut off water supply, food, and electricity, and over 50% of Gaza's residents are under 18 years old. And the last time there was an election in Gaza was in 2006, and that is when the Hamas group came into power. Most people that live in Gaza have no say in the government with Hamas. It's a very terrible situation. Hamas is a terroristic group. Do you condemn them? I do condemn Hamas fully, but this is done by Israel's own actions. They have came to fruition by Israel's own doing. Well, I don't know how we can. I, I, I completely get what you're saying that Hamas is not Palestine, but I watched the Palestinian ambassador on the on the BBC last night, and he refused to condemn the Hamas terror group. Mm-hmm. How can you at all sympathize for a regime that does not condemn terror? They are constantly being teared on. Yeah, but they're not. They're they're not condemning terror. But what we seem to be missing is that this isn't. I don't want to say internal conflict, but it almost seems like a civil war of sorts. And it, the minute we engage as a strong nation, this becomes a world war. We engage everyone. Well, y- yes, that that's true. Um, but I, we, we're kind of backed into a corner where we have to help. No, we're not. Are we in a position to help? Are we that helpful? Because last time I checked, we're raiding our own warehouses for our own ammunition because we're on the brink of a government shutdown. We don't have the funds to go fund this war that does not involve us. We've got billions to send to Ukraine, though, right? We're good there. We've got we're not plenty, sending we got any plenty of money to we're send to Ukraine. We're not sending any to Ukraine at the moment. 
Um, Thanks it, to the Republican bill. Did no. Ukraine provoke Russia? Were they poking at them? Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Trey. How so? Please elaborate. That, that, the justification i'm not here to talk about ukraine you have to talk, you about, can't ukraine. talk about one war but then deny to talk about another you're cherry picking just like you were doing with the primary candidates okay fine 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 the united states ukraine is not a nato member they're not israel is the united states has an international obligation to support fellow nato members and have so, we stuck to that every single time yes we stick to it repeatedly the last time that article 5 was invoked was on 9-11 and NATO supported us. Israel supported us. So are you of the mind that what happened in Israel this week is of the same as 9-11? I don't know because I'm not in Israel, but Benjamin Netanyahu, Israeli prime minister, is saying that it is. A so, far-right fascist dictator at this point. I, he was elected. He abolished the Supreme Court. Not really. That didn't pass. He wanted it to pass. He, he was, only tried to. Yeah, pretty openly. Okay. He also well, openly calls well, a, a lot of the members of the Democrat primary or Democratic Party in our United States want to pack the Supreme That's Court. That's not true. So that That's is not true. Do you not want to pack this? I do not want to pack the Supreme Court. Really? No. Okay. Well, a lot of a lot of progressives in our country want to pack the Supreme but Court. But I'm, I'm a progressive talking. I didn't realize that you spoke for all progressives. They do. I'm a progressive here talking. Packing the Supreme Court would be a terrible thing, and it would just continue a chain of events that it, the Supreme Court would then become meaningless. At that Checks point. and balances is the foundation of our nation, and no one is trying to take that from our nation. But there are other nations in the world that don't have such a system. Right, but we're it, getting away from Israel. In, absolutely, in my opinion, we need to support Israel in their fight against terror, as they did in our fight against terror. Now, not to say that I at all supported the the the. George W. Bush definitely got a little out of control in his weapons of mass destruction and terror Just level. Just a little, and, and, a lot, a lot. He 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 played it. Uh, he but we need to support Israel. Israel. There are innocent Israeli citizens that are being killed and that are being held hostage by a brutal terrorist group that we can't that but we can't not negotiate. Hostages, right? It's, Hamas? it's totally one sided. Yeah. Right? Hamas is holding is holding yes, hostages. So is Israel yeah. holding many Palestinian hostages, as they have done for sixty years, and killing them off one by one publicly? What about the terror they've done on Palestinian citizens if since nineteen? If you 19- want to hold them to NATO standards, make sure that they hold themselves to NATO standards. Oh yes, but but you're talking about a government, and then you're talking about a terror group. They're different yeah. things. Then why are they acting in the same power? But they're not. Hamas is not trying to govern. They're trying. Okay, why did Hamas one day just up and wake up and decide to attack Israel? They didn't. This is this is Hamas's goal since they ever became in power. Yeah, but why did we only hear about it two days ago? Because we're too concerned with our own BS. I, it definitely gotten got much worse two days ago. Um, okay, let me see. Yeah, this. nuclear bombs tend to do that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but uh, what do you guys think about uh, us funding Hamas? Because well, we did do, do that. Why do we fund anyone right now? Because, well, we f- the Biden administration sent six billion dollars to Iran, which Iran We're sending way which, more to Israel, by uh, which Iran admitted yesterday that was used to fund Hamas. So why are we funding terror? We are funding Israel. That is terror. 
noble we're, we're, we're funding Hamas, who is actually terrorist. We are not funding Hamas in any form. But we, ju I, we just did. It we was gave Iran $6 billion. That Wait, money was not used on Hamas. Iran admitted yesterday that they used money on that Hamas. Was not, that, that Iran said that yesterday. And they can say whatever they want. They said it yesterday. That, that Trey, you're getting away from the point here. We, we, we do want to close it out here with our statements on this. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, unequivocally, I support the nation of Israel. I've been to Israel. They're nice people. That it's it's the Holy Land. They're constantly under attack and oppression from. They're, oppression. They are. They're oppressed by their neighbors repeatedly. They're oppressing their neighbors. Israel, I fully support Israel and their citizens in their protection from radical terrorists that serve no purpose but to absolutely demolish the peacefulness and serenity of Israeli citizens' lives. All right. There is zero peacefulness in Israel or Palestine caused by Israelis. This will not stop until we stop funding a terrorist country and apartheid state like Israel. We need to withdraw any money we have given to them. Stop funding them. Stop funding them. Let's help Palestinians, not Hamas. This does not represent Palestine. Genocide currently and still does happen. To Palestinians every single day since 2008, over 100 Palestinians have died from Israelis. Only 5,000 Israelis have died from Palestinians. There is a big genocide happening in Israel and Palestine, but we only just now want to talk about it because some little attack happens on Israel, and we try to justify that and say we can. But now Israel just wants to genocide openly more against Palestinians than they already have. They're doing the thing they've been doing. They're just doing it more openly. It's a terrible situation. A two-state system would be amazing. Never going to happen, sadly, with the current direction. Israel's going in. They fully want Palestinians eradicated in their ideal world. So my, my hope is that Palestinian citizens can get some sort of representation eventually in our lives. There is currently a Palestinian government. That is a puppet government of Israel. Allegedly. Allegedly. It's not a real government. Palestine is not a functioning state. It is a controlled by Israel, and I hope that one day... Israeli citizens and Palestinian citizens can live in peace. That is my statement. Peyton? I think that there's never a right side in war. And I think that you can't condemn one side without condemning another because that isn't how this war started. It was not bullying. It was mutual attacks that have escalated to this point. So if we want to follow policy to the letter, let's make sure that the countries that we're making follow uphold their own standards because that's not what's happening right now. Yeah. So this is not our war at the moment. Let them figure it out a little bit more. And if it becomes a real threat, then maybe we can shift gears. But right now, the country has bigger issues internally to focus on. We'll keep you guys posted. It's an it's an ongoing situation in Israel. Well, I'm sure we'll cover on it more, uh, more. more next week. Thank you guys so much for for joining uh, or for listening to us today. Thanks so much, Peyton, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. All right, everybody, have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. See you all.